the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student-athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great day throughout Central Florida. It's a great day in Apopka. It's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Original barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, pleased to be joined by Joe Ferraro and John Perry, editor of the Apopka Chief and Planner Newspapers. We also look forward to being joined by Coach Darlington in, in the second half of our program. And we had a great victory last week, last Friday night, over the Dr. Phillips Panthers, who were actually the defending state champions in Class 8A. We were coming off of a tough loss to visiting Lakeland High School, and it was really a, a dominating performance. Apopka came away with a 38-7 to home victory over Dr. Phillips, and we'll go to John Perry right now. And, John, I'd just like to get your, your overview. Of course, I've been reading about it in the Apopka Chief today, but uh, you know, just like to get your thoughts on the victory over Dr. Phillips last Friday night. Well, obviously a good bounce back for for Apopka uh, after the, the loss to Lakeland. And, and there were some questions, uh, frankly, that I had coming out of the loss to Lakeland. Were all of them fully answered against DP? No, nah, probably not. But it was certainly an outstanding performance, especially by the Apopka defense. Uh, it's obvious that Dr. Phillips lost some, some talent off the state championship team, which is not unusual. Teams generally you know are more often are senior laden that win state championships uh and so we know they lost some guys but they're not yeah they're at one and three right now but they've played some some pretty tough teams including apopka um and and i would expect that they'll win their district without any problem whatsoever because of the way their district is stacked up so they'll be a top four seed in that region two which is the the apopka's in region one so uh, they wouldn't see dp until a state semifinal game and I, i don't know that that would happen anyway but uh anyway bottom line is is the uh the Blue Dart has improved a lot, especially defensively. Five turnovers, uh, four of them in the first half, when, frankly, didn't take advantage of all the turnovers in the first half. Uh, it's just 14 to nothing in the fir- at, at halftime. Popka was leading. And then when, when DP scored on their first possession early in the third quarter, made it 14-7, it's like, oh, gosh, we've got a, a really good ball game here, a tight ball game, when, when it felt like a Popka was, was, was dominating, at least in charge. Uh, and then from there on, though, it was all a pop, and they started putting some points on the board and uh, taking advantage of, of some good field position and, and another turnover in the second half, and, and were able to win going away. And it's a 31-point win, but it was it was a one-score game uh, early in the third quarter. But uh, Popka did bounce back from that 
and scored four or five plays after DP scored and uh, got that two-touchdown advantage again. Listen to Blue Daughter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. We're getting our weekend started off just right with lunch at Porky's. We invite you to do the same thing. Also, well, our primary topic for today will be the Apopka Blue Daughter football. And, of course, to remind you, we've got a road game tonight at Boone High School. The Braves went 9-3 and three last year. They're coming in 3-1 and one this year. So it promises to be an excellent game. If you can't get over to Norton Baker Stadium to see the game in person, we encourage you to do that. If at all possible, it's not that far away. But if you can't, we encourage you to listen to us, Joe and I, on 1520, and John, on 1520 WBZW over the air or online at 1520WBZW.com or with the 1520WBZW app. Before we go back to John Perry, I want to let you know about our sponsors for a popular Blue Daughter football on 1520 WBZW. And they include Highland Funeral Home and Memory Gardens, Rosati's Pizza Pub with locations in Hunt Club right next to Publix and now on Highway 441 in Mount Dora also. Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. Baptiste Orthodontics. Dr. Baptiste is excited to open their brand new office right here in Apopka. In fact, they're, it's right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park on Park Avenue. And in fact, their very first customer was an Apopka Blue Daughter football player, very first patient. Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and Community Health Centers. And of course, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain and Burn Fat Orlando and Porky's, of course. And before we go back to John and Joe, I do want to let you know that Mike Martin over at a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair wants me to let all the Blue Daughter fans know about a great deal taking place right now at a Popka Moore. For a limited time, a Popka Moore and Equipment Repair has Skag Bad Boy XPs for up to $800 off. Yes, you heard that right, up to $800 off. Skag Bad Boy XPs. Get over to a Popka Moore and check those bad boys out. They are located on the north side of Apopka, in the, and they've got their very impressive brand-new showroom, and it's at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, and that's located between the 429 and Plymouth Sereno Road. Well, let's go back to John Perry. You know, John is up just kind of thinking about you know, what topics to talk about first. It's kind of hard because it was pretty much of a, a, a solid win, and, you know, uh, Obviously, the offense had to play well to get 38 points. It was very balanced. We had 240 yards rushing. They had six yards rushing. Um, and, of course, we had it added over 100 yards passing plus three touchdown passes. So uh, those, those stats tell us that our offense played well and effectively, and the defense played well as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, might as well just call the uh – uh, a popka offense, uh, air raid offense. You know, you think Steve Spurrier was calling the place? No, no, not really. They just, <laughs> they were just very, very efficient. Uh, and and that's that's what Rick Darlington wants his passing game to be, is efficient. Uh, you know, if if a popka has to th- has to throw, if a popka throws the ball 15 or more times, it's probably not a good outing for a popka. But if they throw eight to 10 to 12 to Anything above that, you, you might be wondering, you know, what's wrong. But, but uh, you know, they've 
Jackson Darlington has, has really improved in his passing ability. Uh, the mental part has always been there because he's the coach of saying, you know, when you have dinner with a coach every night and then you watch your, your brothers play and you've been around the program like Jackson has, he knows the offense mentally. Uh, now physically he's, he's really improved a lot. Uh, uh, you know, he's just his – he he's one thing that but that his dad the coach has mentioned before is that uh, he leads receivers very well and I've noticed that on game film sometimes it's, you don't see it from the sideline as easily uh, but but there's times where watching on game film uh, from a couple different angles that Jackson's really good about leading his receivers and putting the ball where it needs to be uh, and, and he doesn't miss many receivers uh, every once in a while it, it may go off somebody's fingertips but uh, he's He's improved a ton since since uh, last year in, in the passing. And then, you know, like I say, running the offense, he's going to be able to do that, even if he wasn't as good a passer as he is. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the the offense was very, especially in the second half, took advantage of things and, and moved the ball and put the ball in the end zone. And then uh, the defense was just was just tremendous throughout the, uh, the game. Um, you know, I, I had uh, two uh, runners for DP, the quarterback, the starting quarterback, Brendan Sear, and then uh, Brandon Fields, the big number six. Uh, uh, I had them with about 20-something yards rushing east of each, but when you take away the, the three other people who carried the ball for them all ended up with negative yardage. It ends up with a six net yards. And, uh, you know, the, the Mobley kid, the number two uh, kid, uh, the, the, the number two quarterback, and he was wearing number two. He met uh, his mother on the way out. Uh, he, he he was – he ended up with – Not a very happy camper. <laughs> I, I, listen, I understand <laughs> that. Uh, you know, she, uh, he was a uh, minus 21 or 29 yards. Net because in high school and college you take you know sacks are are rushing yardage so uh, he, you know I, the one play where where uh, Jalen Carter just obliterated the center and then picked up Mobley and just kind of you know flew flung him down to the ground like you or I would do literally do a rag doll I mean it was just it was one of those Jalen Carter plays that you just like wow he's the only kid out here who could do that. You're listening to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're pleased to be joining you, and thank you for the for the opportunity to join you. We're glad you're listening. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue. And Joe and John, if I'm not mistaken, that feels like a little bit of a, a hint of a cool breeze that we're feeling right now. Yeah, don't get too is, excited. There, there's, a, there's a cloud, but <laughs> and then there's that fan. But yes, it, it, it's it's a little nicer today. I noticed it this morning. It, it was it is a little nicer, and hopefully the rain will stay far, far away from Norton Bakerfield. Those cool fall temperatures aren't far off. We're talking uh, We're Blue Darter football. And talking about the recap of the excellent dominating victory over defending state champion Dr. Phillips last Friday. And we'll be talking a little bit more, a little bit later, about the upcoming game versus the Boone Braves. It is a non-district game, but it's also a very quality opponent. In fact, they played us probably closer last year than just about anybody else did that we defeated last year. And it's their senior night, too. Very interesting. That probably uh, is significant as well. Yeah, I, I don't know what what their th- th- thinking is on that. You know, a lot of schools it's the last game, home game of the year, like with Apopka. I think and thinking mo- is they want to get up and beat Apopka. Well, well, and and you know that's fine. I, it just 
you know, I, I don't know. Boone is is a quality program, and they're not going to hurt themselves. And you're right, Roger. Defensively, they were as solid against the Popka last year as anybody was. Uh, but uh, and one thing I've noticed, well, I noticed last year, and not necessarily mean it'll be the this case this year because you know Dr. Phillips lost 33 seniors, but. Uh, you know, there's the stereotype of Boone, which, of course, they like to promote. Coach Andy Johnson is like the small, slow, smart ball player, scrappy ball player, overachiever, you know, no talent, you know, you know, win the games they do on, you know, intelligence and be in the right place at the right time and, you know, um, you know the overachieving type effort. But last year I saw some big, strong, athletic football players out there. Yeah, they, they, the they, and white. They, they've got some they've got some players. And, and, you know, it's like any place. It varies from year to year. I, I don't think they're probably as good on defense this year. And then the one thing that that looks good for Popka to me is their offense bleeds right into the hands of Popka's defensive strength, which is the run. You know, against the run, um, Pop, uh, Boone's using the the double wing, uh, as it's called, uh, it's the same offense that Popka ran back in the early uh, 2000s. Uh, in 2001, when Popka won its first state championship uh, against Miami Northwestern, and uh, you know, the against that district and that some of the teams they play, that that is great. That's going to work. They scored 55 against University. Uh, don't think that'll happen tonight, uh, but but you know you never know. I mean, can't put the ball on the ground, can't commit silly uh, penalties and other crucial mistakes. But uh, you know, it's it's much like playing Lake Brantley's D offense, triple option offense, in that you've got to have your especially your defensive front, but but your your well, everybody all eleven on defense, but especially up front have to read their keys and have to re- play their assignments. You don't go after somebody else's. Now, that doesn't mean if the guy's in front of you, you don't tackle him. But uh, as a defensive lineman, you've got to read your keys and what the guy in front of you is doing, and you can determine where the ball's going. I almost I'm sm- You see me smiling when you said that doesn't mean you know, as you're teaching the fundamental technique. That doesn't mean if a guy's right in front of you, you don't tackle him. I got a really funny story about that from back in the day, uh, but I'll, I'll save it for later. It's too long to tell right now. But um, <laughs> I, um, we're talking with John Perry on Blue Dart Sports Central. We're going to take a quick break right now. Before we go to break, I want to remind you that Blue Dart Sports Central is spawn- and and the popular Blue Dart football on. 1520 WBGW is sponsored by Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology, and we'll tell you a little bit more about them when we come back. In fact, it's, you know, so please stay with us. We're at the front porch of Porky's on Blue Darter Sports Central. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Water Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's a great Friday in Apopka. We're glad you're joining us. We're talking, of course, Apopka Blue Daughter football. John Perry's here. Joe Ferraro's here. A little bit later, we look forward to being joined by Coach Darlington. And you need to be here. And Absolutely. And we're talking about uh, the recap, which, you know, is great to talk about. Don't want to stop talking about it. The... Uh, Excellent victory last week over Dr. Phillips, 38-7, to a decisive victory over the defending Class 8A state champion. And, oh, by the way, we got quite a little rivalry with those guys over the years as well. 
two of the top programs in Florida who uh, meet you know, pretty often, not every single year, but uh, you meet a lot. And um, then tomorrow, uh, tonight, we'll be playing at Boone High School, the Boone Braves. But I'd like to go back and revisit the game a little bit more against Dr. Phillips. Before we do, I want to once again let you know more about Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology. If you or a loved one are missing precious moments to poor hearing, Dr. Amy Davis and Central Florida Audiology can help you get those moments back. Visit Central Florida audiology.com and schedule your appointment and start hearing better that's central florida audiology.com and dr amy davis proud a popular blue darter alumni and you know get back to kind of as i mentioned before you you look at the stats which are in the pocket chief today and you know um from the game last week and you know, Apopka, 248 yards rushing, Dr. Phillips, five. And as John mentioned, they had five ball carriers, five you know, people carry the ball, and the only two of them even had uh, positive yardage. Three out of their five ball carriers wound up with negative yardage. I mean, I don't even know if I've even seen that th- that before. Um, passing game, they were seven for 21 passing with two interceptions, which means our defense, uh, which was obvious, pass defense held up very, very well. Um, on the offense, in addition to the 240 yards rushing, we added, um, we were six for Jackson Darlington was six of 10 passing with three touchdowns and 100 plus yards. So it was just really uh, every pretty much phase of the game you want to talk about, we uh, ex- we did better than Dr. Phillips and pretty much dominated. And, and uh, one other thing I would say about Jackson Darlington is that, um, you know, in addition to his role as essentially the, the quarterback, um, the guy you know, calling the signals, pulling the trigger on the plays. Uh, he also is a lead blocker on many plays in Coach Darlington's unique, you know, one-of-a-kind style offenses. And I, he's also the punt protector. Uh, in fact, he saved a punt from being blocked last week, and he's also holds, holds for kicks. So a very versatile player. And, and John, the question that kind of uh, a thought that came to mind as you were talking about Jackson Darlington, as you said, as a coach and son, he, 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 he you know, he's, he's that, that steady guy you kind of you, you want to have at quarterback who knows, you know, everybody's position, what everybody should be doing on every play, you know, kind of like a, you know, a Danny Werfel type of guy. I remember when, when Werfel used to play, I used to think, well, this guy, he knows he knows where every all 22 men on the field are at all times. And that's the kind of guy, you know, that you want to have a quarterback. And if he can run some and block some and pass some, that's so much the better. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that kind of knowledge, mentality, uh, uh, passion, love for the game can overcome some physical. I mean, you know, Jackson Darlington is not a, a physical specimen. I mean, he's he's a he can get the job done. I mean, it's like Danny Warfel. He, you know, he couldn't make it in the NFL. He was he, he got some time there, but he was never going to be in the NFL. I mean, he he shot put the ball more than than he threw it, really passed it, at least from a, a textbook standpoint. But did he win? Absolutely. And because and, he knew Steve Spurrier's offense and it was good enough, even in the SEC, his arm was good enough in the SEC to get the job done. And, and it's the same thing with Jackson. Uh, you know, there's a lot – a lot of quarterbacks out there who who would just from you go into a, a camp or a seven on seven league, and they're going to pass rings around Jackson. But in this offense, the the way Jackson knows exactly where every one of his guys are supposed to be, what they're supposed to do on every play, and then and he's able to read defenses and and read keys that he needs to, uh, and to to run the right play and and to 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 get the job done and and. 
football's not just a physical game. It's not just a 4-2 or a 4-4 or a, a you know, 40 kind of game. It's, uh, it's, there's there's a, the mental and emotional and passionate aspect about it. And you can tell when, when you've got guys like Jackson who looks like your average high school student just walking down the hallway, and, and but yet on Friday nights he's, he's getting the job done and helping lead this team to, to victories. And at least one more thing about, about him, is, which we've talked about a lot during the games, is before we <clears throat> coach started, you know, throwing the ball a little bit more this year. Last year, he was the guy that, you know, got that tough inside yardage. I mean, in terms of the offense, he kind of played the role of, of a fullback in terms of gaining yardage. He was the guy that was sent in there to he run the does. ball between the yeah. between the guards. Yeah, he still does. Um, and as you said, he, he's he's not a big guy. I mean, he looks like a very slender guy. He doesn't. What I'm saying, he doesn't look like the traditional inside runner type. He's Absolutely. not that bulky, right. stocky type of guy. He's a kind of a tall, slender guy. And I'm kind of amazed at the success he has just you know, putting his head down and, and getting yardage you know, right up the middle, getting the tough garbage yardage. There's been, there's been some times, I know last week, especially early on, I thought that was their best running play. Uh, you know, they were missing Eric Wright, who gives them some outside burner speed. But, uh, you know, um, I thought last week that, that Jackson was – and there was one other game where I thought that, that the spin series up the middle is was their best play off, uh, from a running standpoint, able to get them consistent yardage. You know, you're not going to break it 60 yards up, up the middle generally, uh, except against the really poor teams. But, uh, you know, that, that play is – when it's blocked well and, and it's run tough, which, you know, Jackson's going to do, then it's it's going to produce – you're going to move the chains with that kind of offensive play. You know, at one point I would have said – Jackson reminds me of another guy who I'll mention in a minute, but he's, he's surpassed him. But um, And I'm talking about – which is the kind of quarterback I've always wanted to have. I mean, I would always want to have – Greasy was kind of that way with, with, with the Dolphins. Was the quarterback that first and foremost knows the offense, as we've talked about, knows what every single player needs to be doing in the offense, has that le- that calm, assertive kind of leadership. The other guys believe in what he's doing. And you know, a lot of those times that type of quarterback doesn't put up big numbers. But at one point, Jackson kind of reminded me of Mike Granger, who was the quarterback of that great 1965 team we had, you know, which your brother played on. And, um, and, and, this, and the thing there was <clears> – <throat> Great, Granger was a true, you know, point guard coach on the field. You know, we had uh, three great running backs, Dewey Wincy, Wilson, the late Wilson Russ, and Glenn Chambers. Granger might have not had 100 total yards, but, but I mean, he he knew he he you know got you know got the team, and I think that's back when when um, even high school quarterbacks called their own plays, even. But he knew how to call the plays. He knew how to get the team in the right play. He he didn't let his ego get in the way. He got the ball in the hands of, of those. You know, he, he saw his job as getting the hands of ball in the hands of these other guys, and he did a great job of it. Yeah, and I, providing the leadership. I, I, you know, you're you're remembering more than I am about details, but I do remember that 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 team, that '65 team, being very very uh, just an outstanding team all all around. Uh, you know, they ran into that one bus saw up in Wildwood, and that was uh, so did a lot of other people. But uh, you yeah, know, they were defending state champions. Uh, yeah, they that was just incredible. But the the Apopka team that year was just uh, uh, an outstanding team, and uh, that was back when you still had ties, and they had two ties. Uh, I think they were both 13-13 ties against Lyman and Winter Park, if I remember correctly. Yep, that's it. And the last game of the season was against Winter Park, and 
uh, Popka victory would have would have meant a, a playoff berth, and it, and the playoffs were brand new at that point. They had been, I think, maybe sixty three. It, th- 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 it was a third year. Yeah, sixty three had been the first year, and uh, so it was it was such a different situation. I don't remember how how they determined. We lost it on points. They yeah. had they had the point system back. Is that in those what days, they? Is it was what which it was? made me think about <laughs> right when they started. <laughs> yeah, kind of so, had a bad mouth. Taste in my mouth about points, but, but uh, you know the the. Uh, uh, that team was was just, and and then there was that was in the middle of some bleak years before and after uh, yeah. for a Popka football, and it, it was just something that was really, it, it was. Uh, I remember <laughs> taking thinking back. I remember a Popka. Uh, that was the year Popka beat Deland forty-five to seven up there, if I remember. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember as a nine-year-old leaving that game with my dad and thinking, "Holy smokes." This is a popular football, 45. I mean, it, it just never happened. And, and even back then, you know, Deland was a much bigger town than a popka. You know, oh, that's yeah. why we had two stoplights. Right. Yeah, we were just a tiny little yeah, three two or stoplight. Four thousand They've people. got a college and yeah. a big downtown where people go shopping and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. It was. It was. You're right. A popka was a restaurant for people actually go out and eat. I mean, yeah. wow. What a concept. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It was a different. Different. Different world. Different world at, at this point. And a popka's obviously. Uh, grown as you know, as a community, as a city, and as an area, uh, but uh, you know, the football program, of course, is to where forty-five to seven is an unusual, you know, uh, is certainly against the weaker team. So, um, you know, bottom line is, it's uh, you know, it's it's amazing how things can change in in fifty plus years, but. Uh, and, it's maybe more amazing is that we're old enough to remember. Yeah, I love to look back on those days. I'd say that's probably my all-time favorite Blue Darter team. Some of the reasons that you mentioned, they kind of really came out of nowhere. But um, but yeah, in the point, Granger was like that coach on the field guy who always made the right decision, who provided the leadership, and um, distributed the ball, you know, totally effectively, totally efficiently. And at one point, Jackson kind of reminded me of him, but he's gone way past Granger now because he, he he's a runner and he's a passer, right. and you know he, he he puts up his own. And he's stats. a blocker yeah, as well. And he's as an asset, mentioned. yeah, a huge <laughs> asset, um, actually achieving things, um, you know, making gaining yardage, a big part of the offense, his own skills. But um, you know, we'd like to. Uh, before we leave Dr. Phillips, you know, once again, the I guess one thing that you know, got, you know, even the kicking game, you know, was much improved last last week, and uh, you know, just pretty much any phase of the game you want to talk about, yeah. we, we we dominated Dr. Phillips. I, I think Kevin Cozio and the, and the numbers don't necessarily reflect it totally, but he I thought he punted much better. I know there was there was one pop had the ball right at the 50, fourth down, was punting, and there was a little bit of a breeze coming in from the north. And Apopka was going that way, and and Cozio, it landed. I don't know that it landed in the end zone, but landed about the the five or the ten, and then and then rolled into the end zone. So he had a fifty-yard punt uh, against a, a not a huge breeze, but against a, a bit of a breeze, and and that just you know his punts are looking much better. And you know Apopka actually had seven punts the other night, which is probably four or five more than they've had the, the rest of the year combined. Uh, so, you know, um, it, it just, uh, it's, it, you know, the the numbers are, are kind of odd because you think, okay, Pop got 240-something yards rush, 100 pass, uh, scored 38 points, but still punted seven times. So that that's one of those things that, that tells you that, you know, DP is not still not bad. I mean, they, they're defensively, they 
you know, Popka is able to take advantage of a couple of plays here and there and, and whatnot. But uh, you know, DP is not a bad ball team. Uh, they're they're going to win their share of games, especially in that district they're in. And they're going to go on and, and, you know, they've got mainland tonight. And mainland, uh, mainland. Yeah, they're struggling too. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a little bit of, of uh, atypical. You know, there's these two, DP and mainland both are kind of a unusual situation where you see that matchup and you think, wow. And now it's like, well, it's kind of like maybe that, that game in Knoxville tomorrow night, Roger, between your Gators and my balls. Yeah. You know, <laughs> both of them are two and exactly. one, or two and one, but I, nobody has any idea what's going to happen in that game because of the, the state of the programs right now. And DP and Mainland are kind of that, that same way. Well, friends, we're going to go to our next break in just a moment. Before we do, when we come back, we'll continue to talk Blue Darter football here from the front porch at Porky's. Before we go to break, of course, I want to remind you that Blue Dart Sports Central and all the programs you hear on 1520 WBCW and, and our broadcast of a popular Blue Dart football are presented by Florida Door Solutions. In the best a popular Blue Dart tradition, Florida Door Solutions gives back. Florida Door Solutions supports Apopka High School, Little League Baseball and Youth Sports in Apopka, and many other great organizations. To find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted best garage door company once again, give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR and be sure to tell them you're in a Popka Blue Darter. We'll be right back from Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Garter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us. I'm Roger Franklin-Williams. We're joined by John Peary of the Apopka Chief and Planner. Joe Ferraro is here, of course. We're glad you're here as well. Joining us over the radio, we'd love to have you come up and join us at Porky's. Look forward to being joined by Coach Darlington here in a few minutes. And we'll continue talking about our big victory, 38-7, dominating victory, actually, over defending state champion Dr. Phillips last Friday, and the game tonight versus Boone, the Boone Braves on the road at Boone High School, and the game will be on the campus of Boone High School over in kind of south downtown Orlando. And hopefully you encourage everybody to get out and support the Blue Darters on the road. If you can't make it, please join us right here on 1520 WBCW. We'll go on the air at 6.30 with the pregame show, and we'll kick off 7 p.m. You can hear it all right here on 1520 WBZW online, streaming online live at 1520WBZW.com and with the 1520WBZW app. And please be sure to tell all the other Blue Darters that you're listening as well. And one more thing, we always love to hear from you when you're listening, and we, we try to mention you on the air if you can call us text you know text i mean not call us text us or send us a, a message on facebook or, or or however you want to do it in fact that reminds me that chris bateman former blue darter quarterback chris bateman gave us a great nice text message last week as well right at the end of the game and we'll talk about him hopefully a little bit later tonight but um you know it, it, why don't we shift over on, over to to boone you know um john or or maybe just one more question about last week. You know, the the defense, you know, obviously had a, had an excellent performance, and that's after coming off of a you know a game against Lakeland where Coach was, you know, uh, frankly, according to his statements, not pleased pleased with the way the defense played against Lakeland. Uh, you, you just you, you give a few comments on 
on the defense last week? Well, you know, they've they statistically reflects, I think, the way the way things were. I mean, you know, that the, they had the net six yards <coughs> passing, or excuse me, net six yards rushing, and you know, I remember their their starting quarterback Sear uh, had a twenty one yard run on a on a zone read or power read, whatever they call it. And other than that, he I think that's exactly what he ended up with was a net 21 yards or something right around there. So, you know, uh, the, the rest of it was, uh, was you know, nil for him. And, and Brandon Fields, who's a really good running back, uh, the Popka's defensive line and up in front seven were able to take care of him. And, and uh, he had, I think, a net 23 yards rush, something around there. So. You know, uh, for them to – and then Mobley, the, the second kid who came in at quarterback, had the minus 29 after uh, the sacks and a couple of other uh, plays where he was thrown for a loss. So, uh, I, I just – I think that uh, the the Apopka defense especially and, – and even in the past passing game, as you mentioned, they were 7 for 21, and there was the one touchdown pass, 45-yard early in the third quarter, uh, you know, uh, young man's playing out there, cornerback's a, a true fre- a true freshman. <laughs> Sound like college now, but he's a freshman, and uh, he's he's been he's made some plays. Could be done. a true freshman. Uh, uh, well, no, not not for us. Yes, um, I was thinking thinking Dr. Phillips. Yeah, I think those. Yeah, he'd days, be a pure freshman with us. And so uh, anyway, they've they've you know he's made some plays and and and. From the the get go, from the preseason game, so he's he's going to be fine. Uh, and everybody gets you know, especially when you're on an island out there as a cornerback. He just, I, I'm surprised that cornerbacks do as good overall as they do because uh, you know they don't have any idea where the receiver's going. The receiver knows exactly where he's going, and uh, you got a quarter. If you have a quarterback who can get the ball close, you ought to be able to complete a bunch of passes out there. But uh, defensively, Apopka, I think. Uh, Probably, considering the competition, it was Popka's best defensive, uh, uh, not only effort, but best defensive output, outcome uh, of the season so far. You're listening to Blue Daughter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. I'm Roger Franklin-Williams, joined by John Perry of the Popka Chief and by Joe Ferraro. Before we go back to the guys, I want to let you know that a popular Blue Rider football broadcast on 1520 WBCW are presented by Highland Funeral Home and Memory Gardens. Highland Funeral Home takes great pride in the options that they offer families to our veterans. Do you have an immediate need? You can call 407-869-1188, 24 hours a day. That's 869-1188, Highland Funeral Home and Memory Gardens, 24 hours a day. A live person will take your call. I also want to remind you, that Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair, owned by former Blue Daughter baseball player Mike Martin, is your one-stop center for all your lawn and garden needs in the greater Apopka area. And Mike wants me to let you know that, let all Blue Daughter fans know about a great deal at Apopka Moore. For a limited time, Apopka Moore has Skag Bad Boy XPs for up to $800 off. Yes, you heard it right, $800 off. So get over to Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair and check those bad boys out. They're located at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail between the 429 and Plymouth Serena Road on the north side of Apopkit. Coach Darlington's joining us now as well. Hello, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Hi. You know, Coach, we were talking um, just about the game last week, the 38-7 victory over Dr. Phillips. And, yeah, you know, I, was, I was thinking about you know, what you know, what to ask you first. 
you know, and uh, you know, from our perspective, it seemed like it was such a complete victory. There were you know a, a lot of areas where we, we played well, and and we obviously played much better than Dr. Phillips. Is there, you know, would you like to start maybe talking about offense or defense? Or, or kicking games or special these, teams. What about these love bugs? What, what, I, I want to talk about these horrible love bugs. Yeah, they're all over the joint. That is for sure. <laughs> is this like the one-week love bug season we're dealing with? I hope it's one week. I don't like them. They mess up my truck, and they're just burdensome. I mean, they're all over us like right here. So, anyway, do you have an, I have an opinion on the love bugs, Roger? I, I, same as yours. Yeah, they're uh, you're kind of making our lives miserable here today. <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Phillips is a is a very tough opponent every year. You know, they've won state, played for state the year before, play great defense every year. You know, and uh, it's it's it, it coming right after the Lakeland game, which was right after the uh, Bartram Trail game. You know, definitely a tough three game stretch there in a row. But uh, you know, we we got up fourteen nothing, and then I think was that the halftime score, and it was kind of so familiar because. The last, if 15 or 16, if I recall, we were down 14 nothing in the half, and we came back and won by two and one point, respectively. And then last year, I believe we might have been up by 14 at the half and came back. They came back, and we won 21-14. So it's kind of like whoever's down at the half by 14 <laughs> – comes back so that was in my mind going inside so that's all i wanted to talk about to the kids at halftime was they're coming back they're not going to quit they're coming back and so when they scored on that touchdown pass to make it 14 7 i'm like oh crap you know but we got ourselves together and didn't let it the momentum keep in their favor we scored after that and then it was a 14 point lead again and i thought that was really key us answering their touchdown to start because they stopped us at the beginning of the second half and then they got a momentum with their touchdown so to steal it back to me that was a turning point in the game we went up 21 21 to 7 and then you obviously the defense played great we blocked a couple punts uh offense did enough to win so good win over a really good team and just one more question you know comment about the defense i know you'd mentioned last Friday right here that after the, the Lakeland game, you, were, I guess, expressed your disappointment with the way that they had played, especially the back seven against Lakeland, against Dr. Phillips, you know, different story. In fact, you know, they've got something like five or six yards rushing, and uh, they, it, one thing that I, think I told John, I don't think I've ever seen before, they had five ball carriers carried the ball, and three of them had, had negative yardage. And, um, of course, their, they, their passing game, you know, didn't wasn't very effective either. Uh, could just you know, talk a little bit more about the defense. Or your yeah, they, they're getting better, and they played well, you know, and that's the thing. If you're going to stop the run, you'll usually win, but the caveat to that is you have to stop the big plays in the passing game and the special teams game, which killed us against Lakeland, you know, but uh, we did manage to stop the pass and have some interceptions and turnovers, so that was good. Um, so, you know, the, the defense definitely stepped up and played a whole lot better than they had, and Got to continue down the stretch. You know, tonight will be a tough one, without a doubt. Boone presents a unique challenge in the way they run their offense. So we got to play even better tonight than we did last week. And then on the offensive side, of course, dominated dominated the rushing stats, which you, which you, as you mentioned, are so important. We had over 240 yards rushing. They had single digits rushing, but then we had another 100 plus yards passing. You know, Jackson 
Darlington was six for ten passing, which included three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, can you, you know, just talk about your your thoughts on the way the offense played, especially the yeah, um, you know, Corey being out definitely, you know, it hinders us a little bit because he's just such a special talent. And then Eric Wright being out for two or three weeks now has really kind of slowed us down because now we've got Cornelius and Akeem. You know, they're going to do most of the running. Jackson will do some of the running, some of the lead blocking, but mostly the passing. But don't have as many backs to choose from or get touches, keep fresh. You know, but Akeem did a good job running it in there, and, and so did Neil. And, you know, I guess their yards were deceptive. I think Neil had a couple big plays. Because it just didn't when, – when John told me the stats on those two, I was kind of surprised. They both were over 100, so that was good. And then Jackson threw it well. You know, I thought he might have thrown for more yards than that. But, again, he uh, he took had some – Had a couple of drops. He, took, he did. He, he took some sacks that I thought were really smart. Because I don't want him throwing some wild pass into coverage or forcing the ball. I want him to, you know, be smart with it. So we have to take a sack and – punt the ball, then that's fine. Then we'll do it. And I'll tell you that what, maybe the unsung hero of the game was Calvin Koziel as a punter. You know, because against Lakeland, he had the punt blocked, and that was a disaster. And he punted really well against DP. I don't know how many punts he had, more than we like, but I think he had at least one over 50. One went down to the one-yard line, so I thought the punting game was really, really good. And you hate to have to say that, that, well, we punted good, because no one wants to punt. But if you're going to do it, to be able to get it off like he did, that was really, uh, I don't know if it was a weapon, but it definitely helped us with field position. Friends, we're glad you're joining us on Blue Dart Sports Central. We're going to go to our, our break in just a moment. When we come back, you'll continue to be joined by John Perry and Joe Ferraro and Coach Drawington here on the front porch at Porky's. Before we go to break, I want to let you know that Community Health Centers is pleased to present a popular Blue Dart football on 1520 WBZW. Since 1972, Community Health Centers has been providing quality and affordable health care for the Apopka community. Community Health Centers has a great legacy and history with the Apopka community. Community Health Centers accepts Medicaid, Medicare, private insurances, and offers a sliding discount program based on family size and income. Visit chcfl.org to find out more about the services provided by Community Health Centers. And also, before we go to a break, I want to remind you once again that Mike Martin over at Apopka Moore Equipment Repair wants to get the word out to all blue darters that for a limited time, Apopka Moore has bad boy, has skag, bad boy XPs for up to $800 off. That's right, $800 off only at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. And they're located on the north side of town between the 429 and Plymouth Sereno Road at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. Get up to Apopka Moore Equipment Repair. See Mike and the guys that tell them you're an Apopka Blue Darter. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're coming to you live from the front porch at Porky's. Great day to be in a Popka Blue Darter. Speaking with Coach Darlington, also with John Perry of the Popka Chief and Planner, and Joe Ferraro is joining us as well at Porky's. Before we go back to the guys, I want to let you know that Blue Darter football on 1520 WBZW is sponsored by Baptiste Orthodontics. And let me know that Baptiste Orthodontics is now open in a Popka. They're located on Park Avenue right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park. 
and Dr. Baptiste wants all the Blue Darters to know that he's excited to offer a 25% discount to all Apopka residents who start treatment with Baptiste Orthodontics by the end of 2018. Baptiste Orthodontics looks forward to bracing you for success. And also want to let you know about Rosati's Pub located in Hunt Club and now their new location on Highway 441 in Mount Dora. Rosati's is a great place to hang out with friends and family to enjoy great Chicago-style pizza in a cozy neighborhood environment. It's also a great place to celebrate every Blue Darter victory located in Hunt Club right next to Publix. Now back to Coach Darlington. And Coach, John and I, we were talking before you came you about the, I guess, the unique role versatile role that Jackson Darlington has, has you know, evolved into playing now, you know, from, I guess, you know, at one point, kind of that guy, steady leadership kind of guy who knows the offense, knows the middle part of the game, is more of a ball distributor. Um, then, of course, last year was a tough, hard-nosed inside runner, also lead blocker on, on many of the plays and many of your schemes. I know even punt protector. In fact, I think he saved a punt from being blocked last week with a block. Um, holder on, you know, place kicks, and then also now developing as a passer. Um, you know, can you just talk about the, the role that Jackson's playing? Yeah, he, he's our punt protector. He holds for extra points, field goals. You know, he's our quarterback. He's our fullback. He could play tight end or receiver. He's done those. Um, does a lot of things, you know. He's our spinner, which it's hard to be a spinner. We don't have another one. <laughs> I think anyone else would fall down if they tried to spin and run. So he does a lot of things, and he's somewhat of an unsung hero just because we have a lot of other good, talented guys too. But he definitely is kind of the glue that holds us together. Smart, smart player. Understands blocking schemes and calls for the offensive line. So he can. he's almost like, I mean, I don't want to use a cliche, but he's kind of like another coach out there because he definitely tells everyone what, what to do. Like, if we call a play, he'll make sure the backs are lined up right. He'll tell the receivers. I mean, he literally tells them where to line up, what route to run. So it's like a, he's their cheat sheet, I guess you'd say. So I'm proud of him. He's very intelligent, not only in football, but in school too. Has a 4.0 GPA and just doing a really good job for us. Yeah, it's always great to have that guy. First of all, that the leadership, that guy in his role. And we, I'd mentioned to John earlier before he got here, kind of reminded me of one of a, my hero quarterbacks when I was a little kid. But, you know, and in, in they had that, got everything in the right play, knew exactly what the right call, distributed the ball. But that guy never never gained any yardage, and he never, never completed any passes. So, so it's been great to see, you know, Jackson develop, you know, having those leadership skills. And, and now developing, and you know, he, you know, of course, he had the running last year, and now now developing the passing game to go along with it. Yep, he's doing a good job for us. I'm glad he's just a junior. What is there anything else you'd like to, to talk about about the Dr. Phillips game? Um, no, just a big win. Again, they're always a good team. They're classy. They, they do a good job, you know. And so it's always good to beat them. It's it's, it's tough win every year. So tonight, tonight we go over to Boone High School, and you know, Coach Andy Johnson. You know, well-coached team. They, um, you know, gave us a tough game last year. What are some of the things that you're looking for from them tonight? Yeah, Andy's a good guy. You know, I don't like him personally because he won the crying towel and <laughs> therefore cost me $200 in gift certificates for my wife and me to eat at, at uh, Christner's. So, but I, if I can get my personal dislike for him aside, 
he's a good coach and he's not he's a lot like Rodney Wells he's not a, a bull shooter you know he's not gonna be cocky he's not gonna be the poor me we suck now the crying tally is because he wants the meal but when you talk to him personally he's very uh honest about his team and their chances how he feels about them you know he's a really good guy I like the fact he's from North Dakota that's kind of different he sent me a picture of himself this week with a mullet look back from like when he's in elementary school he looked a lot like the Fonz I know the Fonz didn't have a mullet but he had the collar on the jean jacket popped up so I was thinking Fonzie all the way <laughs> so we were talking about that but you know so he's a good coach um Boone is always going to play tough, physical, hard-nosed ball. They're always good, sometimes great. I think that they think they might have their best team since those years. They went to the semifinals three years in a row. Um, offensively, they run the flex bone, which we used to run, which is hard to defend. So you got to be on point. Very different to defend nowadays as opposed to sp spread, which we see most every week. So it's kind of fun to defend it in that – you know, there's a very specific way we do it, and uh, if we do it well, we'll we'll do well on defense. If we don't, then they'll do well on offense at our expense. And we were um, in our last couple minutes, we were kind of talking before he came over. John made note in the paper that this is their uh, senior night game. Did you make anything of that? This is their senior night. Yeah. It's their last home game. Wow. No, I, didn't not, know. I don't think it's their last home game. I just apparently they've chosen senior. us to, for their senior night. Well, you don't really – are you talking about homecoming or senior night? Home, senior night. Uh, yeah. well, senior John, night. John is my source. So. Senior night is normally your last home game. Well, that's usually that, it. But. Yeah, that's the reason I ask it. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, you know. I mean, I don't – however they pick us, that's fine. Doesn't, doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm not offended or anything. I mean, if they want to play us for homecoming, that's fine too. I don't care. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really looking for an extra motivational carrot. I just, I just want to win the dang game, you know, that – Win one game a week, and you get to keep playing, right? You mentioned earlier this week to me that uh, playing Boone from your defensive standpoint is a lot like playing Brantley in its yeah. assignment assignment defense. Very much. Yeah. You, you, your defensive linemen need to read their keys and, and that type of thing. With Well, it's not so much key reading. Right? It's more like fundamentals. Okay. Like if the guy in front of them does a certain block, we have to play it a certain way. And so it's very much fundamentals with the D-line and, if they do the fundamentals, it takes them to their proper assignment on the option. And then the keys with the linebackers in the secondary, again, they're reading a key. And if they read their key, that takes them to the play. So it's very, very specific about how we defend it. It's not like, well, if, you know, you kind of run over there and take what it's not like that. It's very specific. And we've had good success defending Brantley. And uh, when Brantley makes a big play on you, you know why. Well, he didn't take the fullback. So it's like Bill Belichick says, do your job. If everyone does their job and doesn't try to do someone else's job or fail to do theirs, then we should have a good night. That's great. We look forward to broadcasting to our listeners. Tune us in, friends. 1520 WBCW, pregame 630, game kickoff at 7 p.m. And we look forward to hearing from you. And come on up and join us at Porky's. We're on the front porch. Coach Darlington, John Perry, Joe Faro, and all the love bugs. We'll see you. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.